pick up any newspaper, watch cable news channels, surf internet news websites. It's all yesterday's news today. You need tomorrow's news today. You need Trends Vision 2020 now with Gerald Salente. Welcome to Trend Vision 2020, your money and your life. I'm Doug Grunther with the publisher of the Trends Journal and world-leading trend forecaster, Gerald Salenti. On our podcast this evening, is oil losing luster, 5G backlash, and millennials seek mocktails. <laughs> Gerald, let's get rolling. What happened in the markets today? Well, up over in uh, Asia, up in Europe, in America, it's up. Crude is down. Gold is down. Bitcoin is up. Bitcoin keeps hanging around that $8,000 a coin mark. I mean, think about it. That's still a lot of dough for that coin. Mm -hmm. Dow rises 70 points, up six straight day. You know why? After Mexico tariffs avoided. Nah, that's just... Oh, come on now. That ain't even bullshit. That's horseshit. It's horseshit. It's pushing markets up. More cheap money going into the system. <laughs> Stocks rose on Monday, extending last week's big gain after the U.S. reached an agreement with Mexico on tariffs, blah, 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 blah. Adding to the bullish sentiment on Monday were a few blockbuster deals. Raytheon and United Technologies agreed to an all-stock merger that would create a combined company with $74 billion in annual sales. This is from my book, Trends 2000, 1996. Again, as I keep saying, they allow all these mergers and acquisitions, whether it's in hardware, whether it's in military, whether it's in stationary, whether it's in drugstores, whether it's in retail, you name it, the bigs are getting bigger. Remember, 1996. The Clinton administration has agreed to use $31 million in taxpayer money to pay a third of the $92 million in bonuses that top officials of Martin Marietta Corp. and Lockheed Corp. granted themselves hmm. for staging the largest merger in Pentagon history. More of the same. More of the same. Another Pentagon merger the military-industrial complex getting bigger and having more power. That's all it is. So and anyway, it doesn't matter who's in the who's in the president in the White House. Doesn't matter as long as we have the dumbocrats and the repulsive kins grow up, everybody, <laughs> murderers and crips, thieves, and bloods. Anyway, gold's down. You know why? Because of the Mexico deal. That's what they say. But actually, we, we got to mark, we still are bullish on gold because they're going to keep lowering interest rates around the world. On Friday, I mentioned India's lowered interest rates, um, uh, Australia lowered interest rates. Australia, Doug, has its worst economy now since the Great Recession. They really are down under. Yeah, you got it. So, what else we have here? Oil. Oil's down because there's a global slowdown. And now they're saying, you know, Russia is saying, you know, maybe we're not going to keep up with these cutbacks in production to keep oil prices up because we're cutting back and the United States is filling the market with oil. So we have to see where that's going to go. And then China, again, slowdown. Imports fell 8.5%. Mm. 
Now, imports are important because 80% of their GDP is consumer-based. Mm -hmm. But, but, trade surplus was $41.65 billion last month, and China's trade surplus with the United States rose to $26.8 billion in May. So, again, we do, it's an imbalance of business. We have to balance this thing out. It's moronic to think it should only go one way. And again, a slowdown on why I keep saying they're going to keep dumping money into the system. Lackluster German exports take toll. Exports fell 3.7% month on month in April. And they lowered their GDP. Now, this is Germany. This is the big mover in the, the European Union. The engine of the European Union. Yep. You know what they're looking for GDP growth next year? of The grand total, 1.2%. Hmm. And German industrial production fell nearly 2% in April. And it's one after another. So here you have Fed considers July rate cut after sharp drop in jobs growth because the jobs numbers on Friday were lousy. Here's the deal. The Fed has to cut rates now. If they wait to July, it's going to be too late. They have to start aggressively lowering rates. So that's where we are on the economic front. All right. Well, here's a related subject. Oil loses luster as banks cash in on cleaner commodities. Investment banks are beefing up trading teams in markets such as gas, metals, and carbon that are flourishing as business and economies become greener. The shift uh, in staffing at the world's biggest investment banks comes at the expense of oil. According to one commodities trader, as we move toward a decarbonized economy, these businesses realize they need to be involved in electricity. Uh, revenues so bad on oil, the world's 12 biggest investment banks earned a combined $2.5 billion from natural gas and metals, five times more than they made from oil. All right, natural gas, yes, that's a big one. And the metals, we're using lithium and others that are going to batteries. Is oil going to die? Not for a long time. Think about it. Yes, it's going to be replaced to some extent, but the battery has to go to a much higher level. And number two, think about how long coal has been there, even though oil and natural gas have replaced it. Mo By the way, coal usage right now in power plants is at 1996 levels because emerging markets that are coming in are building coal plants because it's cheaper to do. Mm. So yes, this is a trend that they're talking about, but it's a life cycle trend. Got it. Okay, we have a question from a member of our illustrious audience. We love your questions, we love your comments. You get them to us very simply. Go to Trends Journal at trendsjournal.com and get us your question. Here's one from KML. Do you think that the people behind the schemed coup to oust Trump will actually be prosecuted and do jail time? Or now Let's stop on that one. Yeah. We'll take one at a time. The people that want to get rid of him will call the Democratic Party or the Democrats. That's all that is. Will they be prosecuted? How about prosecuting that lying bastard George W. Bush for getting us into war based on lies and all the others in the CIA and Penis Cheney and Rumsfeld <laughs> and all of the rest. This is what, them, they're going to be prosecuted? They don't prosecute the murderers. No, no prosecution at all. All right. Do you think that it really matters at this point? Would a change really mean anything in the America of no. today? No, not with the Democrats and the repulsive kids in power. Okay. 
we need a new system. All right. We, we love our, our buddy George Carlin's point, right? <coughs> we have a hundred different varieties of cereal and only two political parties. You got it. And George Carlin, a genius. He got it really clear. All right. Speaking of actors and comedians, state actor linked to oil tanker attacks. What's going on here? State actor, huh? That's the Financial Times. United Emir Arab Emirates asks UN to hold, quote, perpetrators accountable and that they're talking about what happened with that Persian Gulf incident where four ships were sabotaged. Attacks on the four oil tankers off the coast of the United Arab Emirates last month, quote, were most likely. Most likely. Most means, likely. Yeah, maybe, right. maybe, maybe not. I don't <laughs> know. Hey, judge, most likely. You'll take most likely, right, Your Honor? Sounds like Jackie Mason. Yeah perpetrated by, quote, a state actor. An actor? Was it <laughs> Boris Karloff? I mean, what was it? I mean, this is the, they, they, this, they, they have no evidence, but here's the deal. Here's what they write, this is the Financial Times. John Bolton, the hawkish U.S. National Security Advisor, has blamed Iran for the tanker attack, warning of a, quote, very strong response from the United States. Again, no proof at all but they're playing the game, and that's the, what they're dealing with. And by the way, we should stop calling people who want to start wars hawkish. Yeah. They're psychotic. They're psychotic, that's right. That's yeah. a terrible word. Yeah. Nothing wrong with a hawk. Why take it out on hawks? Yeah. All right, here's a little, um, we're starting to get into the comic relief part of our podcast. Europe reacts with dismay at prospect of Reckless Johnson. Sounds like a professional wrestler. Who's Reckless Johnson? Reckless Johnson, that's Boris Johnson. That's uh, what he got over there. What do you, what are they uh, saying? You ready for some lines about this guy? Um, it was clear reference to Boris Johnson, the man who's the face of the Brexit campaign. Uh, it would be perceived as a sign that the UK is further distancing itself from Europe if they should elect Johnson prime minister. He's the favorite to take over now that May has resigned or will be leaving. One advisor to a Brussels official in the EU branded Johnson as an overgrown adolescent, and many in the bloc will never forgive Johnson for likening the EU to the Third Reich. <laughs> Look, he is an actor. They all are. You got the presidential reality show going on, for God's sakes. We got the apprentice in the White House. It's one freak <laughs> show after another. Look what happened over there in Ukraine. They elected a comedian, and now what's going on? Well, let's get to that, because in the Ukraine, it's not just a comedian running for president. Now we have a rocker, a comedian, an actor, and a vlogger running for parliament in the Ukraine. At least they're, they have a sense of reality over there. More popular performers with little to no political experience are running for public offices in the Ukraine, where comedian Zelensky managed to win the president two yeah, months ago. Yeah, so that's what we have over here. And again, we got the president in the White House. He's the apprentice champion. And you got a bunch of clowns uh, running along with him. And again, it's, it's a breakdown globally is what it is. This is some of the headlines today. Because tracking trends is the understanding of current events forming future trends. Right. Sudan, several killed on first day of civil disobedience. Remember, they killed about 108 people last week. The protesters, week. yep. Yep. And that, again, that... Imagine if they did that in Venezuela. Mm. Yeah. Imagine if Gaddafi did that. Yeah, oh, well, he didn't do that, but we'll still overthrow the country. Kazakhstan police and protesters class after poll. That they just said voting. 500 protesters of Kazakhstan election are detained. Moldova crisis deepens as new president calls snap elections. 
After protests in Albania, president cancels elections. Thousands march in Haiti to demand president's resignation. Moldovan court ousts president and appoints <laughs> replacement. I mean, it's one after another. Hong Kong brought to a standstill by mass protest against extradition. So bill. let me ask you a question. We have all this protest going on. Uh, people are standing up. I mean, is this, could this be the beginning of some real revolutionary fervor, or is it just a lot of noise that they're just going to extinguish? A lot of noise in some places, but the bigger part of this is it's the economy, stupid. People are unhappy with their lifestyles, what they have. They could care less who's in there if money's coming in mm -hmm. and life is okay. But with all you're telling us about the global slowdown you got it. and the coming recession, it and doesn't this, look these like are the implications. it's only going to get hotter. And the, Yes. And the big one also is what's going on with Hong Kong because that's China owns Hong Kong. And they're not going to let the, uh, the people do what they want. And the same with Taiwan. There's going to be a point when there's complete control by China over Hong and Kong. 100, and 100,000 people were protesting in Hong Kong. It's oh, a lot of more. They say almost more? a million, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, you've been, one of the things you've been harping on, which uh, is really interesting, is that the business of America is war, the business of China's business. Well, we may have to extend that to Russia because India now sees new deals with Moscow on nuclear energy, space, and high-tech as a priority. India is set to diversify economic ties with Russia as new deals on the digital economy, nuclear energy, and space are expected to be sealed in September during Prime Minister Modi's visit to Russia. It seems everyone's doing business over there in Asia. We're sending warships around the South Chinese Sea. Well, again, you know, Russia really does have a small economy compared to most of them but they're very rich in energy. And India imports 80% of its energy. So they're gonna be doing more business with Russia, particularly on the military end as well. But they also have very close ties with the United States because India's, and Ameri America's using India as its buffer to China. Mm -hmm. It's because the Indians and the Chinese, they don't get along so great in a lot of ways. So America's gonna side with, China, with India a lot. But as we reported last week, China is doing a lot more, has a lot more economic ties with Russia than they, in ways, than they, a closer relationship than they do with the U.S. Again, they, what they're doing is, you have to understand what's going on in the Middle East, of course, which you do, and Russia being there. And again, it goes back to oil again, because China is the world's largest importer of energy. Okay. Prime Minister of Poland signs global appeal to stop 5G telecommunications transmission. This has been a big trend in the Trans Journal and with our podcast. But not in America. And it's going on around the world. People are very concerned about 5G technology. In what is surely an unprecedented and groundbreaking action, the Prime Minister of Poland has personally backed an international appeal to stop the controversial rollout of 5G electromagnetic microwave telecommunication transmissions. 5G is, is, has been identified by over 2,000 scientists and 1,400 medical doctors from all over the world as presenting a direct threat to human health as well as to animal, insect, and plant life. So here, this is very important. The rollout of 5G will involve the placement of millions of transmitter boxes at distances of no more than 10 to 12 houses apart in urban areas. So this is really, really, the, the, they're talking about cancer risks, 
cellular stress increase is, is harmful to free radicals, genetic damage, neurological disorders. It just keeps going on. Well, I know it's small, but we're seeing glimpses because we've reported previously that Brussels is going to ban it and that Portland here in the United States is looking at, at stopping it. So, and they even had a protest right up here in Woodstock, New York, 15 minutes away from Kingston. Okay, so maybe we're seeing the beginning it, it, of a trend. This, this is very important. It's like dumping poisonous chemicals into our water, air, and earth. This is a poisonous chemical from the research that's out now. Okay, now, hypocrisy is fun to puncture. Get a big knife ready or a big pen ready. Tech giants amass a lobbying army for an epic Washington battle. So let's see, which side are you going to bet on, Gerald? On the one side of this battle, we have the billionaires at Google, Facebook, Amazon, and Apple. On the other side, Congress. <laughs> Who's going to win that battle? You're paying them off. Morons and imbeciles call it campaign contributions. Adults and intelligent people call it bribes and payoffs. Now, you remember uh, last... Thursday, you were also talking about this, and we were talking about how Elizabeth Warren is one of the champions of breaking up big tech. What we talked about last week is that while the Democrats as a party want to break up big tech, most of them are taking campaign contributions from them. But we didn't mention Elizabeth Warren last week. No, because no other candidate for Democratic presidential nomination has been eager to call for the breakup of Google as Senator Elizabeth Warren Yet employees at Google and its parent company, Alphabet Inc., so far have made up the largest source of higher dollar donations <laughs> to the Massachusetts campaign. And they're also giving uh, Bernie Sanders, who call for ramping up antitrust enforcement and taking on big tech companies, each have attracted large amounts of contributions from people connected with Google so you know what? Maybe, and other tech companies. Maybe we're too cynical. Maybe uh, these companies are giving money to the Democrats because they want to be broken up. Yeah. <laughs> you believe that one? Of course. But here's one. i got a question for All you right. to end this, right? So last month, you know, uh, listen, big tech, they know how to get things done. You can hire lobbyists, right? Of the 238 people registered to lobby for the four big tech companies, over 75% formally served in government or political Duh, campaigns. Well, I'm right? shocked. I can't believe it. All right, well, here's my question to you. There is a lobbying group called the Internet Association that represents Amazon, Facebook, and Google. They awarded its Internet Freedom Award to who? Is Al Capone still alive? <laughs> Close. <laughs> Ivanka Trump. All right, yay. <laughs> So we know whose pockets are getting lined. Yeah, the whole thing's a joke. Grow up, everybody. <laughs> it's not democracy. It's corporatism. Corporatism, that's who's running the show. You well, got it. We'll be here tomorrow for more Trend Vision 2020. And don't forget to subscribe to the Trends Journal at trendsjournal.com, the only magazine in the world where you will read history before it happens. See you tomorrow night.